Talking Point with Sarah Carey on News Talk 106 to 108. Barry Devlin is a screenwriter and a director, but he's best known as a musician with horse lips. He grew up in Ardbow, County Tyrone, with his six sisters, Anne, Mary, Polly, Valerie, Claire and Helen. His mother Eileen was a teacher and his father Tommy owned a shop and also played for the Tyrone Gaelic football team. Horse Lips was formed in 1970 and toured for 10 years. Barry married the journalist Carolyn Erskine in the St. Stephen's Green Church in Dublin in October 1982. His older sister Mary was the wife of the late Seamus Heaney from 1965 until his passing at the end of August this year. And these are Barry Devlin's musical heirlooms. I kind of can't believe that I'm speaking about Seamus in the past tense. Funnily enough, I read my diary last uh, night from uh, from the start of this year and so many kind of references, just to ordinary references to meeting Marion and him out in, in the cottage or at home. And the, the, the sudden realisation that the diary continues to this day but he isn't in it anymore he isn't in it you know he's is it, it in a way it's only really coming home uh the first time i ever met him he arrived up in the farm in the twilight um in a big humber super snipe i think which i think was his dad's to collect mary and i was kind of territorial i would only have been about nine or ten and i had a bike and Seamus must have thought I was mad because he was kind of circling him. And I remember kind of, he took my, he was taking my sister uh, without my permission. Uh, you know, James, James, Morrison, Morrison, Weatherby, George Dupree. Uh, you must never go down to the end of the town without consulting me. And Seamus wasn't consulting me. So I remember he took this this odd attendant small brother very well. And, you know, he, I was I was lucky enough that we became friends and I mean, I, I miss him, you know, as 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 that presence, you know, as as and as as Mary and Seamus, they were they were absolutely on, uh, you know, they were they were joined together in every way. Um, but I think people, a whole generation, certainly my generation, are kind of missing the the kind of chronicler, the guy who wrote the end of term report, and it often chimed with your own I always chimed because he's a great poet with your experience of what had happened so it's kind of it's kind of for me and I think for a whole generation it's like having somebody you used to tell how great you were who's now missing so it's um, I think it's an extraordinary loss you know and I'm obviously I'm not the only one who thinks that I grew up on a farm in County Tyrone in the 50s and 60s and I had an idyllic childhood. I, I had six sisters but I was an only boy so in effect in many ways I was an only child. There was this assumption that I was terrifically spoiled which is not actually true. My sisters actually were very, have remained, you know, my best friends and but, you know, we, I, I didn't know what puberty meant 
but every so often one of my perfectly nice sisters would turn into a Valkyrie and begin beating on me, and that was puberty. So, um, as they moved off to various interesting places, my sister Polly became editor of Vogue, and so she, she'd bring me over to London and show me, tempt me with the sights of London, because I had a notion that I was going to go into the seminary, and so she was trying to keep me out of there, I think. And so I, I, I really enjoyed the seminary, uh, and as my wife will testify, I'm a natural celibate, so there wasn't a problem. Uh, and I, I enjoyed study, and you know, I, I kind of, I enjoyed contemplation, of which there was a certain amount. And I'm a kind of a motor mouth, so there was a vow of silence for a lot of the time, which must have been great for those around me. And I, uh, my tenure there uh, stopped when I had a crisis of faith. Um, I kind of went, all right, well can't go on then can I and with some regret um, I I headed out of there I have to say that there was no regret on the part of my father who I was an only child I'd gone off to be a priest and when I came out he was outrageously delighted um, I, I took him outside with rather a long face and said dad I have someone to tell you you know and, and I went I'm I'm leaving Dalgan and he didn't say anything but he just got this this just face got brighter and brighter and brighter and then he said son do you take a drink and I went I went uh, no dad I don't and he went neither do I will we go and get drunk anyway <laughs> we reformed in 2009 to play but we'd met up to play on a stage for the first time in 2004, after the longest fag break in history, as it was described. And we did that because three Uber fans had put together an exhibition in Derry, which is a remarkable exhibition. And so we, we went along to that to open it. And then we went, we can't really open an exhibition without singing a few songs. So we did four or five songs acoustically. And we liked it. And it was great being back together again. But it, it still took us five years to actually translate that into being on stage um, so our we came back in 2009 did the Odyssey in Belfast and the O2 in Dublin and that was fantastic it was absolutely brilliant the best thing about it for me was that my kids got to see it because none of them had even been born when the band uh, broke up I mean Paul was born four years after we sort of finished and they'd, they'd find photographs old photographs and they'd kind of go dad was either pervert or a rock star and I hope it was a rock star and there's a moment that stands out when, when we were in our pomp one of the things that happened in Irish at uh, Irish gigs was that the whole front two rows would be girls on guys shoulders which is great the girls got to see uh, the band and the guys seemed to like the experience and so I was kind of going why isn't there anybody in the O2 why isn't there anybody out there up on anybody else's shoulders it's all very well behaved and then suddenly I saw a girl on a guy's shoulders shrieking her head off and punching the air and I went racing across the stage you know with the guitar pointing at them and I suddenly went oh my god it's Kate and Paul and they knew about because I'd, I'd said about that and, and they were and they were doing this just to make me feel at home so that, that's kind of the standout moment from that so we, you know, we laughed our way across three, if not five continents. And, you know, you, you seldom get a, a shot at that in your life. So I'm profoundly grateful for it. And they owe me money.
And many thanks to Barry Devon. His song choices were Bach, Sleeping Awake and Love Me Do by the Beatles. And there's a biography of Horse Lips coming out on Monday, coinciding with the 40th anniversary of the release of their album, The Tawn. It's called Horse Lips, Tall Tales, the official biography. It's written by Mark Cunningham and is available in hardback from 24 99